You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. We got a crowd outside wondering what's going on, but you know what's going on. We're 20 minutes late because of me. I've been feeling ill, and that was wrong. There you go. Feeling ill, huh? Yeah. Was it the lunch we had that delicious lunch yesterday, and it went straight, you know, into my stomach. It 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 tsunami your digestive tract. Yeah. But uh. Yeah, good morning. Morning's Lone Star. Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. And, of course, broadcasting on video on YouTube Live and Facebook Live. Very excited to be here. It is Wednesday, the 25th of July. I hope you're ready because next month it's Holly's birthday and I'll be gone for a whole month. What? I'm just kidding. But, yeah, uh, you can't leave me. I'm just kidding. We actually, you know, I just want to let people know we're we're booked today and tomorrow. So we are going to be here, but we will not be here Friday. Uh, in fact, someone tried to book Friday, and I was I was sad to tell them they couldn't. And I was really excited about them because it is the, uh, we rebooked them. They're on the website, so don't worry. Okay. It's the lifeguard team from the city of Conroe. They're going to go into like a national competition. Like a Baywatch thing? Yeah, I think so. But for like pools, not like for a beach. So we got them coming in. I think How next excited month. should I be? Are they male or female? I or? think it's a combination. Okay, I'm partially excited then. I mean, this is like rescue people. This mm-hmm. isn't like, oh, how much? I don't know. Actually, I don't know like the exact. Uh, they're coming on the third. So, but today we're gonna have Julie in the studio. I cannot pronounce her last name. It's Martine. Martine. Martino. Martino. You know her? Do you have you met her? She's a sweet lady. She's been around. She's very involved with the community, and uh, especially for this foundation. This is uh, she's coming in talking about the Montgomery County Community Foundation, uh, and talking about the nonprofits they're serving. You know, I noticed that about a lot of nonprofits here. There are a lot in Montgomery County, but then there's also nonprofits in the nonprofits to help the nonprofits. That's very meta. Yeah, I'm still trying to because didn't we have someone in the other day that does kind of similar things where they choose a select few nonprofits and they support them? Isn't that what yes, happens? well, yeah, there are, um, because you can have, like, a blanket nonprofit who can oversee different aspects. As, say you have a nonprofit who just deals with saving puppies. Like the Gates Foundation. Correct. Exactly. And that's, uh, yeah, that foundation is there for a purpose. It, okay, so it'll— Hey, did you hear the big news people. about them? Uh, no. They're, they're big. Are they big? Yeah. How big are they? They're big. <laughs> Billion-dollar big. But— uh, I thought you were gonna get a little a little cuckle out of that or chuckle. Sorry, not cuckle. That's uh, another thing. Uh, well, yeah, we have them coming in today, and so that's gonna be fun. And then it's us till then. So feel free to tune in and let us know what you want us to talk about and things like that. Uh, I did a chamber event yesterday mm-hmm. at this Brazilian grill on what was it? It's like fourteen hundred block on Research Forest. Research Forest, yes. And uh, that place is happening. Enough to where I like. No, I this is Woodland's chamber. Yes, I, I enough to where I didn't know who's in the chamber, who wasn't, because I'm pretty sure I talked to a few people trying to do my introductory thing, and they're like, "Who? Why are you talking to me, man? 
I'm pretty sure there's like one or two because they didn't have name tags or anything. And they're <laughs> like, I'm just here eating food. I'm like, what are you, why are you bothering me? So. Did you feel welcomed since you're a new child? Through my company, I've been a chamber member for over a year now. Oh, the I mean, it's a, it's there's a lot of people in the county, and the, the only thing I would say that kind of stunk overall was the so many people came, so it was impossible to talk to everybody, and then it was impossible to move around. They be jamming, which was a blessing because I met a guy for Rick. He is like a big. He works for a big uh, IT firm for corporations, but he's a heavy. He's in. He's a rock band. And he's nice. telling me his song got picked up by NASCAR and all this stuff. And I was like, well, you know, that's halfway to the big time, right? And he's, he's been playing. Uh, you know, NASCAR is the mo- literally the most popular sport in the world, audience-wise. Well, I don't doubt anything like that. I'm just saying, you know, he's not Metallica, is he? Actually, well, we talked about this. Is what we talked about this is in rock today, and Rick will probably know more about this, like who's equivalent to the – bigger rockers because would you consider like the rolling stones rock and roll i kind of would yeah right mm-hmm. so who would be a rolling stones today <laughs> justin bieber well that's what i'm saying like i can't really think of any rock music mega groups no it's gone more of a solo artist you know bruno mars but he's not uh, rock and roll no he? but what i'm saying is adele you know there are very few because he made groups out there he still. made a comment to me that i didn't really understand because i don't know rock and roll he said you know the comeback this time is going to be the lead guitarist in the mm-hmm. rock and roll world, because apparently the lead guitar was like a big influence in rock and roll. Yes, and then and then I realized, oh, ACDC, of course, and so he thinks that's the next movement for rock and roll is to I believe bring be- back the band plus the like the highlight will be the lead guitarist. I, I think there'll be less of a emphasis on dancing. That's what's become rock now, kind of the rock pop genre. It's it's getting the instruments out of the way because they get in the way of your dancing. So you get to do your Michael Jackson moves or your Bruno Mars moves or whomever. And that's what's been going for rock for the most part. Rock, It's rock-pop fusion. So to go back to hard rock, you got to bring the lead guitar back in where they're there to play the instruments and belt the vocals and not do synchronized dancing. And I think that's what we'll see. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was interested, so hopefully I'm going to connect him and Rick. And If he needs a bass player, let me know. Well, you do like 80s R&B, right? I do everything. You do 80s R&B. Well, I, I, my band was an 80s band. Yeah, but no. You want to go all all different genres. Well, let's do some weather and traffic because we kind of didn't do that. Okay. So let's do some. Do you have the weather? Uh, well, in about two seconds. Here we go. Weather is 83 degrees already. Going up another 15 degrees to 98. Sunshiny all day. Only a 1% chance of rain all day, all night. Going to be partly cloudy and sunny mixtures throughout the next few days. Highs in the upper 90s, but not going to broach 100. Uh, next Monday and Tuesday, maybe some thunderstorms with cooler temperatures. Lows down to the low to mid-70s each night. Do you think there's like a gambling thing where you can bet when the next time it's going to rain in an area? Yeah, but you would not be able to make any money off of that because there's so much information meteorological information that the, the booking odds would be everything would be well are we able to say when it touches the ground like to the minute well you got to say exactly where that's what i'm saying that's the game i mean literally exactly where So you would say like for example i would say april sounds that's that area is kind of big but it's kind of small where in april sounds though? This is when whenever rain touches april sounds any time any part so you just take the border yeah how are you going to determine i don't know that, that's what i'm saying like i but there's gotta be a way to do it 
But uh, let's move on to traffic. Speaking of April sounds, 105 is looking very good. 336 looking good. Actually, I'm not seeing any accidents or instances at all on I-45, Highway 99, Highway 69. Uh, everything is looking good. Cool. No so, thunderbenders on my yeah. end today, so we're good. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we are on Facebook Live, and people are chatting with us. And someone wants to let you know no one needs a bass guitar. <laughs> God invented the bongo drums so bass guitars could make fun of somebody. So Yeah, no, bass guitaring is cool. Because you know you get all the all the groupies of a guitarist, What's but the you most don't have as many bass strings. Song, you think popular? What's the most popular? Another bass one bites the dust by Queen. Okay, cool. The Peter Gunn theme. Another one bites the dust. Uh, Smoke on the water. Did you see the biopic movie they're making with him, the Queen? I haven't that? seen the movie. I've seen the trailer, and I'm I mean, very I, interested. I'm still trying to figure out what that, why they do this kind of movie. It's just because it's just like nostalgic, and they can make a few sales. It is. Sales. It, it's a big budget version of of. VH1 behind the music. But, but I, like, usually there's always an angle to it that's not true. Well, like if you remember, Sasha Baron Cohen was originally cast as Freddie Mercury. I am so glad on 42 different levels that he didn't stay in there. But he quit citing creative differences that he and Brian May kind of went loggerheads on the, the tenor of the story to where Cohen was saying, well, they want it to be all about Queen, not about Freddie Mercury. And it's like, well, they it was Queen. You know, they were all together. So, yeah, it, 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 it memorializes Freddie Mercury because he's the only one that's died, and he was the front man. But you got to talk about the rest of the band, you know, the fact that they are, uh, isn't Brian May, I believe he's like an astrophysicist or something. They all have, like, Oxford educations. You know, this was a serious band. So I'm very much looking forward to the the movie. Okay. I think about it at the end. I remember. Well, do you uh, think it's like the Mamma Mia thing? Like you just like the music and no, like the movie? No, see, Mamma Mia is a fiction. Well, I didn't mean like to compare it as the same movie. I meant more of majority of the audience is going to go to see that stuff because they like Queen. Because what makes the Freddie Mercury story so unique? To where, like the music, of course, inspired. People. There was the music. You have you have a Freddie who died young of AIDS, who the last song he recorded, you know, the show must go on was about that. And he was literally dying as they recorded that song. They didn't, they were ready to go with the backup singer. And cause he was so frail in the studio Man. and he, according to legend that has been verified by everybody, he took a big old shot of vodka, stood up, said, let's blanking do this, did the song in one take. And then and died then weeks later. Disintegrated into the earth. Yeah. You know, so speaking of that, you, you know, have that. You know, I was watching, you know, this like weird new science little films on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So now they're trying to develop a pod. Now that you know how you can get your cremated and put in a pod and you mm -hmm. become a tree. Mm -hmm. Well, now they're actually trying to build a pod where they put your body in it. Like no cremation. They put you in, it looks like a teardrop and it has a, there's a seed somewhere in it. You have it. to dig pretty deep for that well, one. I know. Do you go vertical or horizontal into the they, ground? They look like they do the fetal position vertical. So that's what I. I and so I, much for rigor. So because you can't embalm whomever it is. Yeah, they're getting. They gotta, so, gotta go fast. Yeah, it's like how are you gonna bend somebody? I'm trying not to visualize this, but how are you gonna bend someone into the fetal position? I think position? that'd be one of the meanest things you could do. Be like cracking Dude, bones. Well, imagine the, the no. funeral process where it's like everyone grab a shovel, and so that's part of the funeral is you're getting a shovel to dig the hole, and you have to dig like a five foot hole. Well, if you go in vertical, it's got to be about ten feet because you got to go down. That's right. Yeah. 
you know, you can't have your. Well, if you're in fetal position, what are you like three feet, two feet? Well, if you're in fetal position, you. they can get in fetal position. We'll measure it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So that's like two, three feet. Thirty-two inches. So. Head to ass. Did you like that though? <laughs> Would you like that? I think that'd be one of the most bizarre things. But then again, because they were trying to advertise it like you could have a field of trees. And I go, no offense, if you got to the point where you had 100 trees, I'm not moving there. Because that's when, like, ghost stuff happens. <laughs> like I was, that's, that's how poltergeist began. Well, I mean, like, that is the creepiest thing. Because that would, would that creep you out? Like, say you came to my no, house. because and I, it's a natural version of a graveyard. Instead of seeing the headstones, you see trees. And you could probably have a plaque on each tree. That went down the wrong I just hate to be the person, you know, I'll be the tree, and then 30 years from now, you no, got the young couple out, carving though. their initials on me going, Ow, stop it! Like, I remember one time I went to visit my uh, family's friends in Maryland, and they lived in one of those homes that have, happened to be, like, I think it was, like, right there at 1900s. Like, that's when the house was built. Mm -hmm. And the people who owned it died on the land. And there was, like, they have that site where they buried them. And I was like, I couldn't sleep. Could not sleep in that house. Because it's very old and it's woods, so like all the creaking. Everything creaked. And like they had the, the all the heat was the <laughs> old heat, the heat uh, things in the corners. Mm -hmm. What are they called? I don't the, even know. Heaters. Radiators. Radiators. Yeah. And so, and then they had the pipes everywhere. And I was just like, I can't sleep here. Can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> and if they planted a bunch of trees, I guess that's a cheap way to do it, though, unless they're charging a fort. Like this is like a rich people thing. Yeah, I wouldn't mind going the route of. You know, I want I want to be cremated. Neither I want to go back into the food chain by you know friends throwing me out. Yeah. yeah. And hopefully, as they as they dump the ashes, there's a great headwind that something comes in and they all like. <laughs> or do the whole tree thing, but it's got to be the, the, the cremains. It's not you my body. You should do the Hannibal Lecter thing and like have like a meeting and somebody's in on it where they're feeding you to them, and then it's like, oh, by the way, everyone just ate him, and then like everyone freak. <laughs> but I like because they showed that took a dark turn. Yeah, no, they showed variations of it where like you could get a pod deal, and that made sense to me because it was probably like the size of a vase, like this big, and like they put all the nutrients. They showed you the mm -hmm. layers of it, and some of your ashes are nutrients, so which is great. And what kind of tree would you be? What would I be? I don't think I'd be an oak. I'm not mighty as an oak. I'm not tall like a pine. Uh, cedar, maybe maybe some cedar. I'm not a fan of cedar. I would be like a magnolia tree. Magnolia, nice. you, you know, there That'd you be go. Very pretty. Magnolia, there you go. Because there was other pretty trees. My dad's my dad's favorite tree. The only reason I know that because we always have one wherever we move. He always has a magnolia tree. Okay, like he plants one. And this, this took a Barbara Walters turn. If you could be a tree, what tree would you be? If you're if you're, if, if you're listening and you are on Facebook Live or YouTube Live, let us know what tree would you be. Cause like you, cause limes are limes and lemons are trees, so you could be a lemon tree, right? Yeah, are, you'd be an orange tree. Grapes are not considered trees, right? This is a bush. No, it's on a vine. Vine, so it's a bush. You heard it through the grape vine. Yeah, vine. but it's grapevine. I mean, it's a bush. Is this like a Broadway thing? <laughs> no, heard it through the grapevine is not not Broadway. It's, it's R and B. I know that. Okay, because uh, peanuts. That's in the ground, right? Yes, those are the peanuts are legumes. So they're in the ground. Yes. Peanuts are grown in the ground, yes. which freaks me out. Because yeah, I would like never think potatoes. of potatoes. And then, well, how about cashews? Cashews are on a tree, right? Cashews are the byproduct nut of, I believe it. Yeah, I think you're right, a cashew tree. And I'm sure if Brett's listening today, he's already typing feverishly because he would probably know this off. Yeah, so I'm not cashews, a cashew fan. You could so. be a nut tree. Yeah, because, you know, pecan uh, trees. Our coffee. Oh, pecan our, tree. Our, is the coffee seeds, is that a tree? Right? That's a tree. 
cocoa beans. Yeah, that's a tree, right? Okay, I believe I've seen you. people climb things to get cocoa beans. That's why I was go. like, you Coconut don't, you don't climb vines. Oh, you can't climb vines. So what is it? Jack in the beanstalk. He climbed a vine. Yeah. So that if that's not a tree, then <laughs> my is? whole idea of a tree is out the window. Well, it's nine thirty-five. We're gonna take our first break, and uh, we're just asking people, what tree would you be? Let us know if we like your answer. We'll give you a couple of tickets. And what to happens the if like the tree doesn't festival? grow? Like that's that's probably the scariest thing as that company. If you get if you get Dutch elm disease or blight or yeah, something. Yeah, it's like oh, they're killing the land. We gotta get rid of the tree, and you're like oh. This one day I'd be great. chopped down to could, turn into paper, which could be the next. Great could American you sneak novel. somebody to be a redwood in the redwood? Can you plant more redwoods in the redwood forest? I'm trying to figure out how they'd stop you. I mean, are you talking from a tree? I mean, from a seed? Yeah. Yeah, just smuggle a seed in and bury it. I somewhere. just know you're not supposed to talk to bears there. That's the one thing, the only rule I remember when I went there. Did you ever touch a redwood before? Mm-hmm. Sp- it's like a sponge. Mm-hmm. It's really creepy. You listen to Lone Star Community Radio, IRLoneStar.com, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. We'll be right back. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. A Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question or comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station at IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star, brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Hanging out in the studio, we have a special guest, Julie, coming in from the Montgomery County Community Foundation. And they're accepting grant requests from nonprofits, so we're going to try to spread that word to let people know. If you're a nonprofit and you need, a, you need help financially and grants, I don't know, grants are a whole new thing to me because I started learning more and more about who's, who's eligible for that, so we'll learn about that. There you go. So that's going to be a little fun. She's going to be here pretty shortly. But until then, we're talking about what kind of tree you'd be. 
and uh, other stuff right like <laughs> Hold on, that. I got I got to call up our Facebook Live feed so I can find out who's been. Uh... Yeah, see, my Facebook Live doesn't do the track anymore, so I can't keep track of who's talking. So, yeah. hold on, I'll find out. Okay, so listener Dennis wants to be a Tupelo sweet a sweet gum. Yeah. Um, let's see. So. Uh, the uh, listener Brett says, "Club of Hercules." Is that a tree? I don't know if that's a tree. Is that a tree? Or is that just wishful thinking? You'd be the giving tree. Yes, and cashew trees are poisonous. I do remember re- hearing that. Like, you don't want to eat it until it's cured or something like that. No one really knows. But, uh, but yeah. Hey, okay, our, going gu- back hey, to- our guest is here. Do you want to let him in? Uh, awesome. Just, but just going back really quick about uh, uh, listener Brett says the rigor mortis only lasts for three hours. And I mean, now, does it go away after that? Because it's like once it sets, can you? Does it unset if you haven't been in the bod? In in bombs. Yeah. Meaning, so like. Oof. What's the what's the, what's the time? See, because you see these movies where they try to like break hands or something to get people out of rigor mortis. So it's like, can't they just wait three hours? So I, I need clarification on this. This is important to me. Does anybody deal with dead people? <laughs> yeah, if you deal with dead if people do, in a forensic sense. Uh, not in a serial killer sense. Uh, let us know. And uh, Dick, take over. I'll yeah, go I got, grab I got Julie. it. I got it. And uh, man, you know what's really what's really weird? We're gonna have Julian, so we're gonna switch topics basically. But there's been some interesting uh, news around the world, and we're gonna get into that after Julie. And Julie, hey Julie, Hi. come on in. Here we go. So if, he, if folks don't know what's going to happen right now, we're going to have the Montgomery County Community Foundation on with us, and they're going to talk about accepting new grants. This is Julie. You got to tell me how to pronounce your last name when you take a seat. Get comfortable. Uh, I'm having a hard time pronouncing your last name, but Martineau, Julie Martineau. Well, you know what? I'd rather hear it. I don't want to. You I can hear say it, it with a French accent. Martineau. Julie Martineau. I, I was <laughs> just saying because we had Chris, we had Chris Appel on the air yesterday, and I said if he changed his name to Jem, it'd be Jem Appel, Jem Appel. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're in here, and you've been around for a long time in a sense of helping out the community uh, in Montgomery County, and you're part of the Montgomery County Community Foundation, which can be found online at mccfoundation.org. That's mccfoundation.org, and you guys are accepting grants from nonprofits. Yes, we are. Okay. Uh, every year, we accept uh, grants uh, from local nonprofits from uh, uh, covering a wide range of issues. And so uh, those grants are now going to be due on September 15th. And we wanted to get the word out about the grants and what kinds of grants we're looking for. So okay, that's so why I'm here. For when I hear things about grants, I hear the process of writing them is one of the most gruesome things. Is this one of those things where— It is not. And I have been on the other side yes. when I ran United Way, where it was really a very complex grant process yeah. system. Uh, but this is not. This is a very simple grant. We don't have a. We have a one-page form, and then everything else uh, that you put on or that you share with us, you do in a narrative form, and you give it to us in your format. So there's a one-page cover, and it basically says who the person is that's writing the grant, what the organization is, how to get in touch with them, their address, how much money they're asking for, and a a brief description of why they're asking, what it is that they want us to fund, what kind of project. Okay. And then after that, it's give us your mission. Uh, Submit to us your 990 form. Uh, Give us... um, What's a 990 form? uh, Well, you know you pay your taxes when you fill your... uh, 
you do your own tax return. Okay. It's the nonprofit tax return. And all uh, nonprofits have to either fill out a full 990 or they can do an easy 990. And that's if their um, income and their expenses are under a certain dollar amount. And I don't remember what that is, but they can file okay. an easy one. It's a real, it's a, it's really is a postcard. Okay. We brought in this much money. We spent this much money and we're done. So, um, so we, that, that's some of the information we want you to go into description about the program. So uh, we, we're really focused on specific uh, ideas of what people are wanting money for. Um, so last year, as an example, um, we have a group here uh, that is Calvary Steel Ministries, and they requested funding to pay for counseling for our d- veterans that are suffering from PTSD or uh, military sexual trauma. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, and so it's a very specialized type of treatment uh and they needed funding for counseling so we provided some money for that so tell me a little history about the mcc foundations it's because you're talking about local charities that are eligible for the grant montgomery county only so this is the money that you guys get donate it's a donate right how how would you describe you giving money you're giving money to these folks yes who gave you money yeah we have a listener wondering how the foundation is yeah that's the absolute perfect question so we're what is called more of an endowment platform. Okay. And what that means is there are people out there that want to leave a legacy or they want to make a difference in this community. And they're not, they don't want it to just last this year. They want it to last forever. And so people start funds. It is $15,000 to start your own fund. Uh, and that can be done over three years' time. I mean, oh, five years, excuse me. So $3,000 a year for five years. And after that, we will start distributing 3% of the interest that's earned off of that fund in grants. So if you are particularly passionate about education, you can say, I want my money to go to um, education for this part of the county, or it could be this, it could be for technical school. We do scholarships as well. Um, it could be helping the least able in our community. It could be helping senior citizens, animals, public safety. So it's about what the passion of the donor is, because mm-hmm. that's what our job is, is to keep that, honor that forever after that person has left, that we're still doing what they wanted us to do in this community. Does I have to sense? ask because I know Dick won't. Um, what? And you, <laughs> you don't, you don't have to answer, but what is like the weirdest endowment like where someone said i want this money to go to saving the platypus or free tacos we don't we don't have anything in our community foundation we don't have anything like that i think they're pretty serious challenge accepted you know i think they're a serious organization so serious people Well, i'm wondering if i came in with like five hundred thousand and said i want you know an endowment for like the weirdest possible thing it you know it has to be montgomery county Mm -hmm. specific it has to benefit the residents of montgomery county so it could be the cultural arts um, and so we would look at that, and it may not be a good fit. And if it's not a good fit, we'll give you some recommendations of other organizations to go to um, or no other options that are so they, out there. You hear this? They say no sometimes. They take I'm the high road. You heard it here first, <laughs> listeners. No. Montgomery I, County Community Foundation takes the high road. I, I'll just I, take I, my <clears throat> armadillo rescue endowment <laughs> over to Harris County, I guess. So. Oh, that's good. Well, we've, we actually have had some people that have called and said, I want to set up a, a leadership program. That's not out there, but I want it for the whole state of Texas. Well, it 
the whole state of Texas is in Montgomery County. If the majority of the money is going to benefit Montgomery County, we'll talk about that. But if you really, and that, this particular individual wanted to start this fund in Houston. He wanted to start the first grant in Houston. We're like, no, it really needs to benefit Montgomery County. So right now, if folks are listening. I'm a nonprofit, and mm-hmm. you are a nonprofit that needs help financially for a project. This has to be specific, right? This isn't yes. like my overall mission is just to yeah. serve the people. Nothing like that. It's more yeah. of like one of our projects is to serve the folks in Conroe because Conroe has this problem, this issue that we want to pinpoint. So right. they, they contact you via the you know website or yes. – so mccfoundation.org. Mm-hmm. And then there's a grant process on there. I'm yes. on it right now, yep. so I'm trying yes. to pretend that so I, you look I help at, people. If you go on that that particular page, okay. it gives you all the information. Actually, it uh, uploads the grant one-page cover page, and it says, this is what we need you to do. Now, they can email me and say, which I'm getting now. People are emailing and saying, well, we'd like to request money for renovation of our facility. Will your grants cover that? We will. We will cover capital. Last year, we bought a van for Montgomery. Uh, it's now Crisis Assistance mm-hmm. Center. I'm still flipping. Yeah, Montgomery County Emergency ADA Assistance. To... That's how long Julie's been around. Right. That's, huh? That's how. That's how you know how long you've been around. I know. I've been. I've been We're around a long time. <laughs> and uh, but that was twenty thousand dollars, and so we did help them because we could did see the. Did you haggle the... at all? Pardon? For the van? Did you haggle? We didn't haggle. Because that's their job, the agency's okay. job. We didn't buy it. We gave them the money to okay. buy it. And they said it was going to cost around you know, $20,000. It's all about haggling now, right? So, the, well, we do not always fund everything that people give us. Yeah. And so one of the questions, because I have a team of volunteers. I'm not the one that makes those decisions. Mm-hmm. I've got an incredible team of volunteers, and they represent different segments of the county. So we have someone who represents the Bar Association, someone that represents health care. Another person who represents the financial institution. Oh, okay. When you say bar associates, is that the lawyers? Yeah. Lawyers, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yep, those guys. Okay. And, um, and then we have a few at large so to make sure that we fill geographically and then um, ethnically, culturally, other areas that may not bobble up um, in the appointment of the people that we're getting to fill those other positions. So it's 12 people that are on this committee. And they go through and they look at the applications. I do a overview of the application. I look at it, make sure that the 990 is current, make sure that they haven't been revoked by the IRS, and that happens sometimes, and that I, I pay attention to that. Uh, but they're the ones, the volunteers take the applications, and they actually go out, make phone calls, they go visit the sites, they talk more with the family or the not the family but the people running the organization about what they what they're really wanting the money for so then they come back and say um this group was great we want to give them everything or this group was good but i can't see us giving this much money uh kind of back to your earlier question we did get someone who requested nine hundred thousand dollars from us to buy a building so that was probably the most interesting well, one. Well, nothing I've ventured, got. nothing came. Yeah, right. That's exactly right. What's good the cause. Worst that's gonna happen? It was for veterans. It so was a good it cause. It doesn't hurt but, to ask. Right. But there was no board. It was this one individual 
I'm not real sure it was a nonprofit. Oh. Are you sure they wouldn't didn't only want fifty thousand? Like we want nine hundred thousand. Heck no. Okay, fifty. Because <laughs> my kids. Okay, we'll take that. <laughs> my kids. You got it. You got it. Negotiating. Plan. I thought my you son would haggle. get money out of dad. Can I borrow a hundred dollars? Forget it. How about twenty? Okay. So those. He got you, didn't he? He did. Well, I want to let folks know. You just go to mccfoundation.org and there's a button that says grants. And mm -hmm. when you click that button, there's another button that says grant applications. And no. then it goes to the rules and who to send it to. Very, very easy. Is This this is an annual fund <coughs> a grant request? Uh... Yes. We do uh, grants to nonprofits once a year. And they're always due on September 15th. That it's two change. pages. Huh? It's only two pages. Well, I'm looking into it because yeah. I run a theater. We're moving into Montgomery County. And well, use the some... second page, we do have an arts fund. Uh, the second page is if you get a grant from us, you must submit a final report. So if someone, any of the agencies that received funds from us last year, decide they want to get money from us this year, we won't give it to them unless they actually give us a report on how they spent the money last year. Nicely played. And um, and I've I've had organizations that their funds haven't their final report hasn't been complete, and so I'll push it back to them and go, I need more information and. Well, one of our listeners is asking, can you give some examples of who you contributed to? Absolutely. And I will say on the website, there are there's a button say ways of giving and things like that. And then there's and there's actually a physical button that says grant application, by the way. I found that one, too. Yep. So last year we gave uh, grants to 30 different organizations. Um, one was called Love Fosters Hope, and they run a camp for foster kids during the summertime. So we gave them money to underwrite the renting of one of the camp for one of those sessions. Uh, Meals on Wheels in Montgomery County, mm -hmm. we gave them uh, money for homebound seniors. Um, the uh, Montgomery County Women's Center for urgent needs that they have in working with the women. Uh, um, Montgomery County Education Foundation, uh, they requested funding for a... Um, for grants for innovation in the classroom. So their teachers would mm. come to them and say, we've got some ideas. We need $500 to do this particular maybe science experiment or do this particular field trip. And so we gave them money for innovative educational That's opportunities. That's just wrong. We cannot be giving them ideas. We, <laughs> we cannot be doing that. How do you, independent thought does not promote indoctrination. Yeah. That's, uh, we that's also, really specific. So, I mean, you really get down to specifics. Absolutely. And okay. the other thing is, is we really try not to give grants the same type of grant two years in a row. because Unless it's a building grant. So, if someone says, like, the innovation grants, um, we may or may not fund those this year. But if it's, it's the same sort of thing, we tend not to do the same thing year after year. We want agencies to have a little seed money to try some new things, uh, be innovative out there, do the things that they've wanted to do, but they've never had enough money to do or had any money. A lot of nonprofits run really, really tight, so they don't have money to try some new type of innovative projects. So that's that's one of the things we look at. Nice. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. Let's go over the contact info. Yes. All right. So what do people need to do if they want to apply for a grant? To apply for the grant, you need to go to our website www.mccfoundation.org okay. and you go to the grants page it'll give you some information and you click a button that says grant application and it will upload to you a fillable uh, PDF that you fill out you read through 
uh, and you fill the cover page out, and then you add additional pages, um, not on that form, but add another uh, several pages to answer all the questions that's at the bottom of the page. If you're brand new, you don't need to worry about the second page right now, but you need to know about the second page because if you get a grant from us, we expect you to answer all those questions. So, and why I tell you that is that agencies need to be aware that it's not we give you the money and we pat you on the back and go off on your merry way. Uh, we want reports back. We want information back. We want to know um, how well you did with that. Uh, another organization we gave last year, I'll be curious to see their um, report back, is, um, oh darn, it just went out of my mind. Uh, Eagle's Nest, Eagle's Nest, Eagle's Nest Ministries. And they work with guys coming out of prison, out of, out of Huntsville. Uh, and what they do is they've got a residential program that helps them get a job, helps them get a car, uh, helps them get into a apartment because that's a huge gap. Right. Um, and so we gave them funding to help them build on that. So we're curious about how people do and uh, with, with their grants. Well, it's nice to know that it's just not, here's your $5,000 Visa gift card, go to town. Right. There's some accountability on exactly. that. Exactly. And I'm sure if you uh, listeners are going to the website, mccfoundation.org, you can get all kinds of due diligence on the foundation itself. Absolutely. The, the, the board, the administration, what, how much goes where. Right. And, and all those great right. things. It seems like a great organization. I'm going to be checking out this grant process. And now so. if I'm a rich person and I want to give you some of my riches uh -huh. for this, where do I need to go? Same thing? Same thing, or you can contact me directly. I okay. mean, and my obviously, my information's on the website. Yeah, yeah. The, the more money you have, the more digits of her cell phone number she'll give you. <laughs> you know what's funny? Is that's Good how, idea. That's, I may try that. That's actually how I met Holly. So, what you paid her five bucks for every digit she gave you of her phone number? It took, it took a while, but uh, <laughs> digging for change under the sofa. Listen, I ended so last bad. digit, I got a one in nine chance. So That's mccfoundation.org for both ends for giving and also receiving. Uh, if you're a nonprofit, so this is actually really interesting, Julian. I'm, in, I'm excited. Can we get you back in when the process is? been selected we can get some of those nonprofits sure. in and talk about what they're doing because the one thing i, I kind of amazes me with this idea is how specific it gets because mm -hmm. it really does i mean it comes down to that one person who has a p passion and it's like hey we really need help digging this hole and this hole is going to be i mean i'm just saying if they benefit something so i want to hear more about those projects people have right because do they spend 500 dollars on a volcano that'd be really cool <laughs> well the, the baking soda volcano yeah. i know right <laughs> like i mean but you want to do a scale model when like full scale yeah Let's shake the ground. Yeah, let's. So we, need, we, we need three tons of baking soda goal, to find out how Hawaii is going to change. Well, the goal of the teacher is like, let's get phone calls about this. Okay, let's see. Like, what's happening? What's that? Oh, it's just <laughs> us. It's okay. If the police show up, we did good. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, the, the, the process actually is completed at the end of October. Okay. And so I'll know then who was awarded because after the committee makes their recommendations to the board, the board has to approve that, and that'll be toward the end of October. And then November, uh, I notify everybody if they got it, they didn't. And then we do a grants reception the first Thursday in December, and we give everybody their checks at that time. And then also with that, like you can donate, if even if you're not like a, say, you know, I'm giving $15,000, is there a way to give like $10? Absolutely. And okay. so um, there's Because uh, you have several, a donate button. There's uh, If you go to the donate button, you can – Donate, and you can tell me what your area of interest is. So there's several different types of funds we run. 
Um, one is called a donor advised fund, and that's for the person who wants to have an Im has input into which grants get their their um, their grant money. Mm -hmm. um, we have what's also called a field of interest fund, and field of interest are really broad. So people can donate. So, And one of the big reasons I wanted to make sure people knew about the granting process this year is we have a new fund for animal welfare. And it's we're going to have a nice chunk of money available to give out in that. And I want to make sure animal rescue uh, organizations that work with abused animals are aware and they send in applications for it. Uh, but so let's say you have a passion about animals. You can make a contribution to that fund. And if you go on our website under um, the, the uh, funds that we've got available, current funds, you can read all the different funds we've got. And if you say, oh, I like that fund, you can put it into that, make that donation and have it designated to that fund, and we will put it in there. Well, it sounds like y'all's goal is just to help. Our so. goal is to improve the quality of life in Montgomery County by helping people leave the legacies that they want to leave. This is an incredible county. I've lived all over the United States. Um, I'm an oil brat, and I've lived here the longest, and I love this community. It is a great place to raise your family, and there's so much opportunity, so much potential, but there's still needs out there, and this is a great way to help fill some of those needs. It's not all the answer, but it is certainly one tool in the toolkit in Montgomery County. That's mccfoundation.org. Julie, thank you so much for coming in. Thank and you. folks, uh, we're going to be taking a break. When we come back, uh, we're going to be hanging out in the studio. So stick around. You're listening to Mornings of Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. Very appropriate music, by the way. I uh, thought so. And we'll talk more about why we chose the song coming out next. But uh, we'll be right back. Available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's community radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That's Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio, broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star.
Did you know that there are over 153 million orphans in the world today? The sad reality is 99% of those kids will likely never be adopted. Core Love is an organization right here in Conroe that takes care of orphan children in Haiti, Honduras, and India. We bring the love of Jesus by providing their six basic needs of clean water, proper food, health care, education, job skills, and a loving home. Visit corelove.org, that's C-O-R-E-L-U-V dot org. Will you help defend the orphan? Did you know there are more than 790 abused and neglected children currently in foster care in Montgomery County? Will you help make a difference? I'm Allie Stevens with Costa Child Advocates of Montgomery County. We train and support volunteers to be the voice of children in the foster care system. Kids are moved from their home because of abuse and neglect, and we need volunteers just like you to advocate for these children. To learn more about becoming an advocate, please visit costaspeaksforkids.com. That's costaspeaksforkids.com. The Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service has been dedicated to educating Texans for over a century. In 1915, the Extension Program was established under the federal Smith-Lever Act to deliver university knowledge and agricultural research findings directly to the people. Ever since, AgriLife Extension Programs have addressed the emerging issues of the day, serving diverse populations across the state. Texans turn to Extension for solutions in horticulture, agriculture, 4-H and youth, and family and consumer sciences. Extension agents respond not only with answers, but also with resources and services that result in significant returns on investment to boost the economy. Join us Fridays at one o'clock for the AgriLife Extension Hour. Welcome back. Mornings with Lone Star, Dick and Skippy. It's 10.04 on the dot on a Wednesday morning. I feel like going, hey, you know what day it is? Hey, hey, Mike, what day is it? But we all know it's Wednesday. 87 degrees. It's only going to go up another 10 degrees to 97. Ugh. Cool 97. Uh, hey, but humidity, this is kind of cool. Humidity is only 54%. So it only feels like 92 instead of like 192. Uh, 1% chance of rain. Uh Slight breeze, according to the official Lone Star Weather Tree outside my window, coming out two miles an hour out of the south southeast. Kind of hot during the day, but bright throughout throughout the whole week. How's the weather looking? You you just did it. I mean, how's the traffic looking? Uh, traffic is looking good. I'm not seeing any accidents or incidences between nine and ten o'clock. So pretty much everything's greenlit. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, Dennis wrote in about St. Francis Wolf Sanctuary. I don't know if they're eligible, man. They're moving. They're moving to Grimes County. So I mean, they're they're uh, what's the what's the nice way of saying they're out of luck? So I think that answer. I think that's what you're saying. We're on Facebook Live, by the way, and YouTube Live. You can always communicate with us that way. Uh, yeah. So let's do some news. Do you okay. have anything that's been boiling on your end that you really want to talk about? That way uh, we can get it over with. Uh, well, the only thing that's been percolating is the numerous legal aspects of an attorney recording a client without the client's I knowledge. I you were going to talk about that. Well, no, no, no. And I'm, I'm, te- I'm keeping did, politics did, out of did it. Did the recordings ever come out? Yeah, because another attorney, the attorney's attorney released it to a single news outlet. The attorney's attorney. Okay. Yes. So Michael Cohen. So what's the tape? What's on the tape? Any good, any juicy, good stuff? Uh, garbled verbal communication where 
people even listening to it says, well, we can't tell if it says pay with cash or don't pay with cash. We honestly can't tell. As I'm trying to, politics completely out of this. I'm looking at the legalities and I want to get like Kristen Bays in here or something to talk about this because you have an attorney recording his clients. So you got to wonder if that's legal. Do you legal. think this is one of those subjects in the history of the world where it's like no one, uh, it's too big for for actual to be normal? Mm -mm. So people will either ignore it or. Mm -mm. No, there are profound, think about it. The, the legal community, you have to have confidence between an attorney and a client, mm -hmm. attorney-client privilege, which means anything you tell your attorney in that capacity cannot be well, divulged. Just, that guy who ever taped just ruined his career, right? Like he's going to get disbarred for that, right? That's the question. Did he actually do something illegal? But to record a conversation where the other person doesn't know, first off, depending on where it was recorded, depends on if it's legal or not. For instance, in Texas— you can record a conversation as long as the law is, as long as one of the parties involved is aware of it. So since I'm recording you, yeah, it's legal. But there are some states to where you know we're recording this, right? What what we're talking oh, about? Great. Just making sure you know. Oh, that. great. But there are some places to where uh, you have to get a warrant to record, or no one you can't be recorded, or both parties have to be aware. It was obvious that one of the parties in this recording wasn't aware, and the other party was that person's attorney. So think about just throwing that in the air that now everybody, if this, this is going to make it to the Supreme Court eventually, the legalities of this, and if the Supreme Court rules that that was okay, think about it. Anytime you talk to your lawyer, if he can, he or she can legally record you, and then what happened is he gave that to his lawyer, Lanny Davis. Lanny Davis is an attorney, then provided it, he didn't leak it, he flat out provided it to a single news outlet in an effort, he said, to exonerate his client. Now, first off, there's been, you know, the charges on his client, there, there has nothing to do with that recording whatsoever. It's purely to hit public, uh, the court of public opinion, or else it would have gone to all major outlets, or it would have been forensically proven, or because now it's just out there and everyone's salivating over this. So politics aside, I'm talking purely about the legal ramifications of if I'm talking to my lawyer, I can't be wondering if they're recording this conversation so they can turn around and give it to their lawyer so and release it to the part. media. If indeed that was illegal. And that's what this is a kerfluffle on sixteen different levels. Oh he's not gonna get disbarred, he's not gonna get any jobs. Because who would well he'll go on the book tour and he'll be just one more person trying to get rich off of taking down a current administration. Okay. So that's my, that's my I don't care who the parties are. It's, it's Trump. It could have been Obama. In fact, I'm asking people who are going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Put the previous president in it. Would you be cheering if this had been done on any other president? That That's irrelevant. If that's not, not been a good recording, if you have gargle, I mean, like he knows there's a guy. Yeah, it's a phone in a pocket, apparently, you know, or, you know, one of those digital recorders like the old tape recorders. And it's so garbled that even experts say we can't tell. And there's no, um, it cuts out early. It doesn't put it in context. And you can't use partial recordings like that. You have to put them in context. What were people hoping? They'd say just, because what did, at the end of the day with this current, this, this situation you're People are about, hoping, there are some people who are hoping that there is proof, a smoking gun somewhere, that campaign money was used to buy off Stormy Daniels, who's now going by her birth name. What is it now? Um... Uh, Karen McDougal, which is funny. You remember, uh, did you see? Uh, uh, I don't know who you're talking about, by the way. Stormy Daniels. She's a porn star. Okay. Her real name is Karen McDougal. Stormy's not. Stormy Daniels is her porn name. 
And this okay. is funny. I was watching the 40-year-old virgin the other night. Uh, and it was the extended version. Have you ever seen the movie? Karen McDougal. I don't think that's her name. I don't think that's... I just looked it up. That's another woman. Is that another woman? Oh, okay. Sorry. This guy. But it's, it's, that's another woman. But Stormy Daniels, um, she was the porn star in the 40-year-old virgin. This is whatever. This is what the prosecution is resting is putting all its hopes on i feel sorry for the station's computer because i just look up the worst things okay yeah i'm setting you up with the fbi so when they look up the browser you. history you go away Thank for you. a long time so again politics out of it this is a legal issue to have a client being recorded unknowingly by his attorney his attorney giving that recording where the legality of it is questionable at best to his attorney and then that attorney just turning around and releasing it to a single and biased news outlet. Hmm. That, wow. Put it in any, take Trump out of it, take Cohen out of it, put it in any other context. That's bad. And I'm very interested to see what happens as a result of this. Me too. Not, <laughs> not me too. Okay. So that was the big one. We got some, some lesser stories out there and some funnier ones, but that one was just... I would love to get legal analysis on this. So, Kristen Bates, if you're listening in, book a time with us. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Let's take a break. Okay. I want to take a break. I want to look. I want to look at this something that uh, more detailed before I start talking about it. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com, and of course, Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1 for Morning's Lone Star, brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office, office cleaning. cleaning. We'll be right back. In Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. A Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 647 3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Does your company have needs that can be met by an employee who is dependable, hardworking, enthusiastic, motivated, cooperative, respectful, and punctual? 
Conroe Independent School District Special Education Department can meet your needs by connecting you with potential employees that have been preparing for a lifetime of employment. We have numerous individuals seeking paid and unpaid work experiences. If your company is interested in seeing how we can meet your business needs, call Conroe ISD Special Education Department to find the best employees for you at 936-709-7671. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. What can the Better Living for Texans program do for you? You can learn how to increase your consumption of fruits and vegetables, Choose foods that are relatively inexpensive and good to eat, make your food dollars last longer, prepare quick, nutritious meals, help your children learn how to eat healthier snacks, and much more. Our program is committed to helping people like you improve your health through providing research-based nutrition education in a friendly, cost-free, and relaxed environment. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. I'm too sexy for your party, too sexy for your party, the way I'm disco dancing. I'm a model, you know what I mean, and I do my little turn on the catwalk. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. I'm too sexy is because, if you didn't know, I'm a real man of Montgomery County. No way. Yeah, apparently I'm going to be doing a fashion show for fundraising. That's and, right. And, uh, yeah. So happening, you can uh, watch me strut my stuff on August 9th. Uh, it's going to be at the, the Wiesner Ur- Buick GMC showroom. Yeah, this is hosted by the Conroe Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce, benefiting Education for Tomorrow Alliance. 5:30 p.m. on August the 9th. Now it's the Real Men of Montgomery County Style Show. It's an annual event. You've done it before. This year the theme is superheroes. Yeah. Do you know what superhero you're I'm work I'm leaning more towards Johnny Quest because I think that is the most appropriate way I can like I look. So what do you need? Uh, you need a turtleneck. A turtleneck, uh bl- light like light blue jeans, white shoes and a pug. A pug, uh, yeah, the pug, pug is essential. Got to have the pug. Do you, do you need uh, uh someone to stand by next to you in a turban? No, see, I feel home? like that would be uh kind of distasteful for the fashion show. <laughs> so, I don't know. Because no one would want to do that, and people, if you're not invited. Now, if I if I knew someone else who's a model would do it, that would be cool. There you go. And uh, we also need to get to the old, what's the, what's the dad's name? It's not the dad, it's like the uncle, right? The white hair guy? Help me out here. Oh, no, his dad? Hold on, Johnny Quest, it was him and his dad, wasn't it? And I don't think so. No, I'm, I'm confusing him with Tom Swift, the old yeah. Tom Swift books. But, yeah. I'm cool. doing that. So if you want to, it, it is uh, going towards Education for Tomorrow's uh, Alliance. You can buy tickets, individual tickets, 60 bucks. We'll get you in. And I think there's food and drinks and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, the event helps. The one thing, the weirdest thing they do it, for the fundraiser is you can purchase tickets that you give a model. Not like a stripper thing, but it's more of like they have buckets and you vote for. And mm-hmm. and I, I had a real issue because I've been doing this, for, I think, like about four years in a row. It's always a lot of fun because uh, it raises a lot of money, actually. And then they change it from during the day to night so people can drink adult beverages. And what was what was funny is I realized how much more money they make. It was such a smart move because people would buy tickets and put it in there. But I also noticed how rigged it is 
because what's going to happen is Education for Tomorrow's Alliance is going to have a person in it, and they're going to have a representative. And, like, of course there's going to be more people supporting that guy because it's supporting Education for Tomorrow's Alliance. Maybe I need to start working on my fan club, and then I bring the fan, I bring the posse to the event. The Dick Posse? Yeah. The Dick Posse. The, 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 the Quest Posse, the Johnny Quest Posse. I can't wait to see this. Uh, let me know if you need photos taken. I will gladly uh, memorialize this for posterity's sake. So Dick going to be Johnny Quest uh, August the 9th. Uh, so if you go to the uh, Conroe Area Conroe Chamber of Commerce website and just type in Conroe Chamber and uh, into a Google search, you'll find it. Uh, get your tickets for it. I may have to uh, buy tickets to a real man event because I'm secure enough to do it. And I want to see Dick dress up as Johnny Quest. I think that's if you guys, uh, listeners, have ideas who I could be in it. I'm not saying a lot of finances need to be put into this, but I, I do have a budget for my my outfit. So well, let's see, black turtleneck. Now, did he wear jeans or khakis? He wore jeans. He wore jeans. Okay. But so, by the way, listener Brett lets us know that it was Race Ban and his dad's bodyguard, which leads to the question: Where the heck was Dad? Well, I think Dad died. I think that was the whole deal. Well, first off, that means that Race Bannon was a really bad bodyguard. Why? Because Dad died. It was his dad's bodyguard. Maybe it was like in his will to hire a guy to take care of his son. Yeah, we we got to get the backstory on this here. But who lets? It, it's but like, if you think Johnny Quest is a good a good fit for me, I would. I, I was looking up kind of like dirty blonde superheroes, but then it got like you have to be muscular. You got to be buff. I'm telling you, your backup could be Donald Blake. And in the early days of Thor, back in the Jack Kirby days. It was like they had to have a Clark Kent thing. So it was Donald Blake. He was a scientist who always wore a lab coat. He was lame. He had this walking stick and glasses. And when he banged the walking stick on the ground, he would transform into Thor. And you know, thou art this and that. He'd be old school Thor. And so you could be Donald Blake. No one would get that, though. Oh, you could be I, Bruce Banner before I gotta, the I got to get the cue stitch, and maybe people will get it with the pug. I think the crowd, it's all about playing to the, the crowd The pug's going to sell the Johnny Quest. So you got to get it. I got to do that. Okay, that sounds good. I think that's what I'm going to do. Okay. But, yeah, that's what we're playing. I'm not. I'm too sexy because I am too sexy for that event, and hopefully I do well and things like that. So. There you go. And, uh, yeah, we're, so we're getting the backstory well, of Johnny see, Quest and Did you his see family. that horrible mass shooting that happened in Toronto and ISIS claimed it? Did you see that? The, the recent shooting yeah. in Toronto? Mm -hmm. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, well, Toronto, unfortunately, has got a severe crime problem. Uh, there are fears that the city is actually, and I'm reading, I was reading an earlier report today, is unraveling. The, the city's yeah. unraveling just because of the crime. And, um, yeah, heart goes out to, to them. Uh, again, and I, I know maybe sounded earlier. I was protesting too much when I'm when I say I try to take politics out of certain things, but I mean it because that's that's where the debate ends and the battle lines are drawn. It's when when you make it a personal thing. If you say, "Well, it was okay to do it on this president because well, I don't like him," so you take it out. So taking out gun control or yeah. or terrorism or anything out, it's a horrible thing that happened in Toronto. And no one should be Bruce Banner. So I'm reading this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You need to be Bruce Banner before the, the gamma thing. So heart goes out to, to Toronto. Well, and yeah, I, I just want to make sure you're aware of that because more and more stuff's coming out of it. And we'll probably talk about that next week just mm -hmm. in depth. Uh, but there's something I, uh, a thing I like about uh, how different worlds work in a sense of government. So in, the, in, the, in Europe, you can do a thing called GDPR. It's General Data Protection Regulation. And you can use it to find out what these companies are using your data for. Mm -hmm. 
Well, this one guy who played, and the reason I'm bringing this up, because it's really interesting, you can, like, if that's basically protecting you. Like, I'm interested in how Facebook's using this, or I'm interested in, uh, you know, what this video game does. Well, in this particular case, there was, you ever heard of a video game called FIFA? Which is, like, the short term for the soccer, it's basically a soccer yeah, game. So, yeah, yeah. Well, now FIFA, I think in the recent years, they developed the normal video game where you pay money to do stuff. Like you get cards or you get players or whatever. You can continue paying money for if you want. Okay. So this guy uses GDPR, and he wanted to know how much money he spent on FIFA in two years. How much money do you think this guy spent? Be realistic about this. Don't be like, a million dollars. Well, I would have thought between five to $800. Ten thousand dollars <laughs> to get what? I, I'm not really sure. I think it. Uh, he basically was having trouble with his credit. You know, <laughs> there's a shot. And he was trying to figure out where all this money was going to. And then, uh, so he he asked because I guess there's not a way to track that in FIFA. I guess there's not a way to track your own credit cards. I guess, but uh, yeah. Wow. It, he spent it on loot boxes, which is like cards because the cards represent players. And you get a random deck every time. And if you pay money, you get more cards, and you get better cards, I guess. You know what? It's but I can 10, see that if thousand dollars when you're into something, think about if you have the resources. Let's say you're a book junkie, or a comic book junkie, or a DVD junkie. I remember back in the day, there there was a point in my life where I made very you know very decent amount of money, where I would every payday treat myself to I go to Best Buy. And allot myself a hundred bucks to buy DVDs, and this was back in the day when, they're actually, uh, uh, yeah, DVDs. Um, and this is the day when they were like maybe ten bucks each. Well, that could rack up really fast if you have the resources. You don't realize it. It's kind of crazy because this guy, this in particular person, isn't complaining, not really, but he's posted what EA sent him, just so people can see what does it look like when you know a Facebook sends you the data that you request, mm-hmm. and it's pretty crazy. Wow. He said it was like 30 Excel spreadsheets, and it goes through like when the data was sent, when they received it, who received it, what he did, what action he took, how many gigabytes it was worth. Pretty crazy. Uh, listener uh, Dennis nailed it. Uh, the, the Columbia Music Club. That, man, that nailed me, too. You get Parade Magazine on the back and one penny for— Oh, you get like 10 CDs or 10 cassettes? It was cassettes and then back you, then. But you had to send them back? Yes, and of course we never did, and they would hound you forever. The minute you missed a payment, that's where they, they just nailed you. Dennis, good call on that one. I remember those, and because uh, you get the ten CD, uh, ten cassettes that you really wanted, but recently. everything else was horrible. I heard about that recently, and some guy did that. They still do it today with DVDs and stuff. With Columbia House, yeah, I think Columbia House still exists because that was he was basically like that's the way I find out new music. What I even though he I am use... the master. Of the KTEL. What's it called? Collection. Columbia what? Columbia House. Or Columbia Record. Do Columbia Record. I'm, I'm pretty sure the name House was in it, but I could be wrong. It's been known to happen. Yeah, they do movies and they do, yeah. Where they'll offer you like really cheap. First sample's always free or only a penny. Yeah, look at this. But no, I'm Mr. KTEL. I'd be the guy that on road trips, I'd stop at like every 7-Eleven or whatever and go looking through their KTEL collections. And that's where you, you get all the one-hit wonders, 20 of them on a single cassette or cd this stuff is real the struggle is real that's funny i'm sorry about your problems of following up what with 
Kato? Well, pe- sending the movies back or sending the. You just never think back. about. Oh, I'll do it next week. That that's how every I, I have to actually set a uh, reminder for myself to cancel. Uh, just yesterday, I signed up for something uh, for like a registry cleaner for my computer because I, I needed to do a uh, a uh, full sweep of my computer to make sure it didn't have a virus on it. And so I had to sign up for my free twenty day trial. So I had to make sure to undo my trial before they start charging me. That's funny. I wonder what the next scam's going to be like that. Well, see, here's the thing. It wasn't a scam as I, such. Okay, someone help me out with this. Is essential oils a scam? <laughs> I, I haven't really, like, grasped my head around it my... because no one's really approached me about essential oils, but I see it. Is there is that, like, is essential oils a brand or essential oils no, just, it's... like— we don't really can give you the exact name of each oil, but we're just going to call it essential well, oils. Peppermint does this, and apple cider vinegar does that. It's my personal barometer is is really skewed on that because I have a former spouse who used them as part of a grander, whacked out scenario. So is, you mean scheme, or you mean she was doing voodoo stuff? <laughs> More towards the latter. Than voodoo the stuff, not voodoo, but just to say it wasn't just to get rid of a headache. And so just the smells alone, the concept of them just dr- really, I have Man, no. If I walked in on a voodoo thing, that'd be so cool. But I do know that some people who are more normal have a profound reliance on them, and they do seem to, you, you know, this oil could help open up blood vessels, which could release a, relieve a headache, or this oil could do this or that. So, I, you know, I'm all for homeopathic therapies. It's just some of them I have a I wonder a if there's an oil on. where, like, I could eat all those tacos yesterday and not feel cruddy afterwards. Do what? If there's an oil for I do so I can eat all those tacos yesterday. No, there's no oil to do that. There's not? There's no cleansing that will do that. No well, oil. Well, no, the tacos are the cleansing. It's like the recoup <laughs> from the cleansing. That's that's my issue. But, man, those tacos were good yesterday. Weren't they? I kind of want to go back today. That's when you know you have a problem. That's when you know you have a Dick's problem. Dick's got a taco problem. Yeah, that's for sure. I could do that every day. Taco Tuesday, man. It makes sense. It makes sense to me. We got to take a break. Okay. Morning's Lone Star brought to you by Conroe Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Thank you, Julie, for sticking around. I kind of want to give her another shout-out with Montgomery County Yeah, Foundation, great, great organization. Community Foundation. So it's 1030 right now. We'll be right back. We got still got stuff coming your way. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's stuff in the news that's kind of weird. Like, did you see that Bill Cosby has to register as a sex offender? But I feel like enough people kind of know. But does that mean he has to go knocking door to door? Hi, I'm, I wonder. I'm William H. Cosby, Dr. William H. Cosby Jr., and I need to let you know I'm a registered sex offender, and I'll be living down the street. Man, that's funny. That's weird and funny and sad at the same time. It is 1030. We'll be right back. And I do. My little turn on the catwalk. I'm Kenna Danielle, and you are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning, 
Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Path to the Plate is a research-based education program that helps consumers understand how their food choices impact their health by making the connection to agriculture. Learning about how food is grown and produced and how consumers can make better food choices for themselves and their families, Path to the Plate is all about dispelling myths and misconceptions. Find out more online at pathtotheplate.tamu.edu. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936 266 7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Hey, Montgomery County and online listeners. Thank you so very much for checking out Jazzy Fives with Soul. What? You haven't done so yet? Well, you've got to tune in. Hi, I am the host of Jazzy Vice with Soul, Miss C.C. Holmes, and I invite you to check us out every Friday and Saturday from 7 until 9 p.m., where you will get the best in old-school R&B and, of course, a little smooth jazz to make it jazzy. So tune in. That's right, tune in. Every Friday and Saturday right here on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 FM or worldwide at IRLongStar.com. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper-local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776. It hurts, and I am too sexy for Milan, too sexy for Milan. Welcome back. Morning's Lone Star, Dick and Skippy. It is 1033 on the dot. We're in our final half hour of this morning. Hey! Hey! I want to give a shout out to Claire Neal. She is Lifestyle Christian School's new principal. Claire has been a teacher and administrator at the Livingston ISD for 24 years. To get someone new in. And uh, so, yeah, shout out to Clarice. If you're not listening to us, maybe now you will. If you didn't know, in a couple weeks, they're doing a tribute to Conroe Music Festival here at Heritage Place. They're selling tickets for five bucks, but they gave us a whole stack of them. And so uh, we really want people to come to this event. I think I might go because basically it's a bunch of tribute bands. So if you like 
already proven good music, right? Well, Played by people who we don't know if they're good or not. I enjoyed the heck out of the Bee Gees tribute band the other day. This has Pearl Jam tribute. It's got Bon Jovi, Pearl Jam, Led Zeppelin, The Police, Def Leppard, and Stone Temple Pilots. Van Halen. Don't forget the Van Halen one. Oh, but, Van Halen. But yeah. which Van Halen? Are they going to have like two lead singer clones? But we got tickets to it, so if you're interested in going, and it's uh, that's on August 11th from noon to midnight at Heritage Place Amphitheater here in downtown Conroe. They have food trucks, beer and cocktails, free kids zone, all that kind of stuff. I'm interested in going. I'm going to go. I think that's the weekend uh, Holly's doing her bachelorette party. Wow. So, uh, maybe also on the 11th a... oh. is the Monty Awards happening at the Crichton Theater next door. Oh, okay. Yeah, which is the uh, Achievement Awards for Arts and Culture here in Montgomery County. It's kind of like one of those awards that it's like the Oscars where you're just self-congratulating yourselves, isn't it? Uh, no, I congratulated my, no, I did congratulate myself a lot last year when yeah, I won one. It is one of those events. <clears throat> but I did get to, uh, I'm announcing them again this year as I did last year. Oh, so you're not going to go this with me? I'm all alone. Well, no, here's the thing. It's those start at the, the Monty start at eight Don't o'clock. break my heart. And now at three o'clock, I have to be at a place for my mother-in-law's birthday, but I may give her a couple of tickets to this to, uh, to enjoy while I'm partying down at the Monty's later on. But yeah, noon to midnight on August eleventh. Uh, you want a free ticket? Uh, just let us know. <laughs> we we're gonna make you work. Yeah, for just, them, uh, all you gotta it. do is just Facebook message us or call the station, and we have them here. So you gotta pick them up here. Unfortunately, it's one of those things. But yeah, we want to give them out. I think it's a five dollar fee. I think if you order online, if you buy them online, there's like a five dollar plus two dollar like surcharge. Yeah. I, was, I was looking at the website. And, so you can pay uh, five or seven bucks, or you can get them free. So yeah. Hey, so before the break, we were talking about Taco Tuesday, but it's going to be bad Taco Tuesday for Taco Bell. Apparently, their right. their cheese dip uh, has been recalled you know, by you know Kraft weird? Heinz. What? As much as I love tacos, I don't like Taco Bell. I love Taco Bell. I don't know. It's just not the same. Like I feel like if I'm going to eat a taco, I'm going to eat an authentic place like that, Carmelitas, and those tacos. But sometimes you can't afford those. That's why some of the best tacos you got the two for ninety nine cents. It was all you could eat for eight bucks. But see, that's Taco all Bell, you could eat. Eight bucks can give you six different six meals. I doubt it. Not to the in quality. The not to the quality of what I could have gotten. Okay, at. you want quality? Go to you know Ruth's Chris. You want what's that? Ruth's, uh, very over expensive steakhouse. Well, clearly I've never been there. So who yeah, cares? you want quality? Go to the Waldorf Astoria. Don't, still the don't Ritz, know what that is. The Ritz Carlton. I don't know what the fanciest restaurant I've ever been to. Actually, I take that back. I've been to one restaurant, and I was, I was very fancy to the point where it's one of those places you overpay for small portions mm-hmm. and i didn't know that i didn't know it was one of those places was like oh i'll try this pasta it sounds good they gave me like eight noodles and i was like i looked at my mom i was like uh the, how do they expect this to be like enough even for me like holly <laughs> could eat this and still be hungry that's the only time i know it's a fancy place so you know what I'm talking about they always serve you portions you're supposed to order multiple portions i didn't know that you know what I'm talking about? you ever been to a place like oh, that? oh absolutely yeah it's really stupid. But anyhow, Kraft Heinz is having to recall all the Taco Bell cheese dip because it's got that extra ingredient, botulism. Now, you know that's where Botox comes from, is dead botulism cells. So I guess you could just, like, hold on to your Taco Bell cheese dip and inject it into your face later. But, yeah, so bad day for Taco Bell, but I think they're going to survive it just fine. Yeah, I just when I think of tacos, I don't think of Taco Bell. See, I bet you don't like the two for ninety nine cent Jack in the Box tacos either, then, do you? Because you get your money's worth. It's worth the ninety nine cents. I mean, they're not. If I was hungry and that was the only food to eat, of course I'd eat that. But that's about it. No, you want to eat it. What's the best thing to get at Taco Bell? 
and I'll go get it. I'll bring it to the studio. I it would be kind of weird to have a taco at nine thirty. I have my personal favorite. They have breakfast tacos there. The, yeah, they they try to do a breakfast menu. They still do it. I have probably. I just I can't partake of it. It's like where they use a waffle and make it look like a breakfast. Interesting. Oh, taquito. No, I'm a fan. They got a Frito burrito there. Where it's a burrito with you know you're meat. probably a big fan. Of I'm, I I'm love a big talking, fan. I haven't divorced too many times to not know the That's financial so and emotional so benefits of Taco Bell. Okay, man, I love tacos. <laughs> but okay, okay, let's we're move talking on. ourselves into a taco let's, frenzy let's, here. Let's move on. Okay, so you know that guy from uh, that Sarah Bob. Cohen, Sarah Cohen, he made Sasha Baron Cohen. Sasha Baron Cohen, where he's doing those gotcha kind of shows. Mm-hmm. Well, he got that Georgia lawmaker who I think everyone, if you want to have a little laugh and a little sadness, and you well, check this out, uh, look up. It's a uh, basically he yelled some really inappropriate stuff. Yeah, Georgia State Representative Jason Spencer uh, used racial slurs, dropped his pants, and I mean like dropped his pants, and really deserves. To resign, uh, that was just dumb on any level. And again, I'll say it again: take politics out of it. You show a special kind of dumb. I don't care whose party you're in or what your job is. As dumb, you need to not be in that job anymore. Especially when you're supposed to hold yourself to a higher, uh, higher standard. Now, I'm not a fan of Sasha Baron Cohen myself personally. I think he's a one-trick pony, and that that joke ended with the Ali G show. 25, 30 years well, ago. It's just, well, it, it doesn't have its consistency. It's like, if you notice, he only comes back every five years. Yeah. And, well, so, and it, it would take a fine. while to work on I mean, the new Borat character. Was, Borat was entertaining. Borat had its moments. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I like uh, shows well, that show how what, outrageous well, people that's can accept I, something. Yeah, that's, that's what I like about his comedy. Especially like the Borat and then like the... Uh, like probably one of my favorite things he's ever did was, I think when he was Borat and what what was it Kazakhstan he pretended to be from, I think so or, or one of the former republics. Well, apparently it was it was during the time when he was doing Borat. It was a real country and they and they basically outlawed Sarah. But they said the original his actual name and he responded as Borat saying, "Yes, we do not support the Jews or something like that because he's Jewish. The actual actor is Jewish. <laughs> it was pretty pretty uh, clever." But that's the kind of humor he is. So yeah, his recent one, he's done like Dick Cheney. He's done a lot of gotcha. I think he did Sarah Palin. Mm-hmm. And so well, no, that, well, he tried to. Uh, there are some people that are immediately figuring out. Yeah, this is not real. And and yeah, I'm, I'm I wish him the best. Like I said, I'm not a personal fan, but I can't get offended if he's going after one party or the other. It's, you got to show stupidity. Mm-hmm. You got to call it out. That's funny. Yeah, people need to check out that video because there's a reason why he's resigning, and it's because yeah, it was. I can't. I'd like to say I well, can't. Well, I think that's it. just kind of strange to me because, especially with being here in Montgomery County with the political scene, is how do you not always have that guard up? Because they're especially here, like people will try to get you. Camera hogs. You you put it, and as a videographer, I can tell you, I have set up so many just trying to shoot a, a, a street scene. You you know just. B-roll for a video. People see a camera, they want to get on it. Not everybody, obviously. Yeah, but like you're talking about a scenario where you're invited into. I think he he masked it as a terrorist education mm-hmm. thing. 
and then they had a camera crew everywhere doing this. So mm-hmm. it wasn't. I think they had like one or two cameras. So you're clearly there's a production to this training. Right. That's immediately I'd be like, all right, well I'll sit down and watch. I'm not going to participate. He's he took his pants off. Yes, he dropped pants and underwear, uh, waving his bare bottom around, shouting out the n word and. This I'm saying like there's no context which this is in which this is a good thing. Yeah. I've for seen. a career builder. It's it's stupid. And he deserves to resign. I don't care whose party or the con <clears throat> well, obviously context always matters. But this is there's no good reason for doing this. But yeah. It's pretty pretty wild, isn't it? Man. We got we got about ten more minutes left in the show. We're gonna take a quick break. Okay. Uh you're listening to Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question, comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station on IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. We have the safest food supply in the world. Strict laws and regulations restrict the usage of hormones, antibiotics, and pesticides within our food supply. Production agriculture practices and technologies such as the use of GMOs, which is not any more or less risky than conventional crop production, has allowed American farmers to produce more food on less acres in environmentally sound ways. Find out more online at pathtoplate.tamu.edu. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make lives better. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Hispanic Chamber Connections with Dr. Carlos Sanchez, president of the Woodlands Conroe Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, featuring event announcements, member highlights, and more. Tuesdays at 1 p.m., broadcasting from the heart of Conroe, Texas, on IRLoneStar.com and Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Conroe Coffee is a local coffee shop located in the heart of downtown Conroe at 206 North Main Street, Conroe, Texas. Conroe Coffee serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner, along with other treats and coffee. For more information regarding store hours and delivery in downtown Conroe, Conroe Coffee is on Facebook or by telephone at 936-266-7632. We would like to thank Conroe Coffee for being a supporter of Lone Star Community Radio and our morning sponsor with Mornings with Lone Star. Hey guys, this is Connor. This is Dick. This is Chris. And we're with the Ticket Stub Podcast every Thursday live at noon on 104.5 and 106.1 FM in the Conroe area. Also, anytime at IRLoneStar.com. You go to IRLoneStar.com backslash TTS. You can find all of our social media. And don't forget, we give away two tickets to the Grand Theater on every show. If you like movies and you like complaining or celebrating anything that has to do with the silver screen, 
Check out the Ticket Stub podcast and join us every Thursday at noon o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio. From the beginning, the main purpose of the Cooperative Extension Service has been to change human behavior by teaching people how to apply the results of scientific research. By utilizing a holistic, multi-level approach, Extension Family and Community Health Programs encourage health and well-being for everyone. Addressing values, concerns, and needs with reliable science-based information, Extension Programs help people lead healthier lives. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Hello, welcome back. Welcome back. Ten forty-seven. Our final segment of today. Uh, We have a lot of uh, comments racking up on uh, Facebook Live. I know we can't go into in-depth answers on each one, so I'll just kind of scroll down and and answer. Yes, yes, no, not in a million years, possibly because I said so, and you and the horse you rode in on. There we go. Those are the answers to your questions today. (sighs) Ah. <laughs> so Ivanka Trump is shutting down her fashion board brand. Okay. And she she quotes saying that she didn't have time for it because she wants to give all of her time to I don't know exactly what she does in Washington. Okay. That's what she said. So what's she doing? Is she getting paid? Uh it, well, if she's a staffer, a White House staffer, then as a government employee, you get so a certain So she's a government employee, you think? Uh, I need to find out. I'm not sure. I don't know. This doesn't make any But here's the, she has enough money that, you know, she doesn't need it. You know, you can, like, I think president is $300,000 a year. And, you know, they actually have to pay for the meals and stuff. West Wing doesn't say it right. Every time the first family has a meal, they're billed for it. Uh, and it's taken out of the, like, the paycheck. But, yeah, I mean, technically, you could say, "Listen, you don't have to pay me to be president. I'll you know, give me a dollar a year." And- well, I'm trying to think of you know w- w- the history of. I would say the history of the the world. There's always been like kings and queens and dynasties, and it's something that people relate to in a sense of it's not me. I don't care. I don't. But then we always vote in. You know, we had two Bushes. We were gonna. We, we, a third one ran. Yeah, you have dynasty families. Dynasty, but Kennedy's, like, we're still. Bushes. Would you say we're still kind of like, like we kind of like that concept as a as a group of people? I mean, people. Not still, everybody, people not still, all the time. But there's yeah, a, there's a whole country supporting a king and a queen right now, and they don't do anything mm-hmm. in the United Kingdom, right? Like they don't, right. they don't really do anything. Yeah, no. The, the queen is a figurehead. It's a parliamentary system now. Uh, you know, the monarch can overrule on very, very few things, but you have House of Lords, House of Commons. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they there's a lot of money going to the Windsor family and all the pomp and circumstance, but that's what rally. First off, England is a caste society. It's pretty much socialist, and you got to give, you have the haves and the have-nots there for sure. You want to talk about wage disparity, you, you know, stop comparing us to other countries in the other way and look at look at England in this way saying there's massive wage disparities there's massive caste systems going on you have levels if you're not qualified for a job you don't get that job and I mean qualified that you have to take exams you have to well that's one thing I was I kind of like when I saw the headline I was like wait a second what's she doing because I didn't even know she was doing anything like I know I seen her with her dad a lot which I figured it was just like hey a free trip and like I get to meet people and this helps me on my 
private business, mm-hmm. which, I mean, who's not going to take that opportunity when your dad's the president of the United States? But I guess this, you think this is something where so many people were telling her, it's a conflict of interest. So she's like, okay, I'll get rid of the conflict of interest. Because you think this means she's going into politics, basically? Could be, or it could just be. Man, gross. <clears throat> How, okay, is the Jacqueline Smith line still going because we always talked about, you know, Donald Trump was the wrench thrown in the gears. Mm-hmm. This sounds sound like now it's sounding more like it's just going to be another gear with other little gears. I mean, Is it? Boring. I mean, that's boring. Could it be that she's shutting down her clothing line because it's she's shutting it down? <laughs> yeah, I hope that. I don't know. How many clothing lines fail every year? A, a lot. Not Mary Kate, Kate and Ashley Olsen's. You're right. There you go. No telling what they do, but if it had been Jacqueline Smith, would anybody care? The reasoning behind it. I, I, so she's closing it down. Yay! Woohoo! I, well, I just it just made me think about like because that's kind of the history of it, right? How many? How many? How often is it when a president gets uh, elected? How many family members are working for the president? Is that usually like? Did Bill Clinton have a family member working? I guess his wife. Well, she's first lady, so that's kind of a given. Yeah, first lady has particular duties. Usually, the first family is off limits to the media. You well, know, the I, I I'm Clintons, not talking about me. I'm Amy talking about Carter's. I'm talking about getting a paycheck. No. It, I don't, I mean, but think about it, care. because most presidential, most presidents didn't come from families, and I'm I'm sure people are going to respond to this, that work for a living outside of the political arena. Okay. You know, most presidents have been grooming to be president their whole life, so they were in politics, they were community leaders, didn't hold a real, when I say a real job, I'm talking out in that sector. Um. And many presidents were like that. And I'm talking the Bushes, the Obamas, the Clintons, the the everybody. You got a Reagan who had another career beforehand. You have a Trump who never but look at Reagan. He didn't plan to be president back when he was doing bedtime for Bonzo, a movie with a chimpanzee. When he was, you know, with with uh, an actor. Same thing with Schwarzenegger. When he's playing Conan, he never thought he would be governor of California. Same thing with Donald Trump. He never planned well, to like, be president. Because you, you, would, you wouldn't so argue— So he worked for a living. You wouldn't argue that knowing the president isn't an opportunity. Like knowing firsthand my dad's the president, that's not an opportunity to do other things. I think people are used to latching onto that. And the hope, going back to Michael Cohen, <clears throat> when he got nailed by the FBI, when they started grabbing his, his files, thinking they were going to get the president, what they found out was that— Apparently, unbeknownst to the president, Cohen was going wrong and saying, I have access to him. Yeah. Give me money and I'll give you access to the president. But you'd be a fool not to think that this happens on a, on a normal stance, not like he's literally lying to people. But I think if anyone's going to sit there and be like, oh, hey, I used to work for President Trump. I'm going to call him now he's a president like to get a better job. He can help me out. I don't I don't think that would happen. But think about the current first family. But you think it happens afterwards? <clears throat> Oh, yeah, very much so. Okay. Well, we got to be shutting down the show, by the way. Okay. 73. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. And special shout out to Julie of Montgomery County Community Foundations. If you are a nonprofit and you have a specific need for money for a specific cause, project, contact mccfoundation.org for the grant process. It goes all the way till September, I believe, and they do in October for the choice. Mm-hmm. And they do individual projects or whatever you're trying to do. They want to give you money. If you qualify and are selected, so that's mccfoundation.org, and uh, yeah, more info on that. We'll try to get them back in who they select, all that kind of stuff. Today's sponsors of the show, 
Connor Coffee and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. We will be back tomorrow at 9 a.m. I'll make sure to be here because we have Mark Cook from Green Zone Housing who helps. Uh, it's another nonprofit who helps veterans uh, build houses out of containers. And there was some political news happening with the local here in Conroe about what can you do with a container, which is kind of interesting. So we're going to learn more about that. So Mark Cook of Green Zone Housing will be in tomorrow. Um, outside that, you have a good day. Dick, you too. Yeah, and we have a great lineup here on Lone Star Community Radio coming your way. We have a new show for their third episode, Toast of the Town for Montgomery County. So they're going to be covering everything Montgomery County at noon today. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Don't forget, we have Rick the Reluctant Cowboy with Afternoons at Lone Star. If you're interested in having a talk show, all you got to do is reach out to the studio at lscrstudios uh, at gmail.com or call in to our message line, 936-647-3776. We will see you guys later.